What is that? Is that you? What's the sound? That Oh. Yeah. I'm like, but all I'm hearing is one tone. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Good. It's good to see y'all, to be with you. Glad you made it. It's been a crazy week for everybody, but uh, God is good and he provides everything. So um, crazy, danger, all kinds of stuff. People made it through and we're here. So it's awesome. It's sunny. It's a nice morning to be together. Uh, we got some cool stuff going on with the kids today. Uh, as we start Holy Week, as we celebrate Palm Sunday today. So if you want, stand up, we'll pray, and get going. Father, we love you. Uh, we're here for you. Um, through everything good and bad, you work. Um, so I pray that uh, every day we take hold of that and trust that more and more. Uh, we just thank you for all you've blessed us with. Um, even in power outages. We still have buildings to sit in and places to come um, and workers to help take care of problems. So we appreciate that. Uh, we're grateful for all you provide. We pray for this day. Uh, as we sing these songs, uh, we praise you with joyful hearts as we hear uh, your message in a slightly different way than usual today. It's um, exciting and it's fun. So we pray for the kids as they preach in their own way. I pray that we hear you through them, that um, you work in us today, and as we come into Holy Week, that um, the gravity of everything really takes hold in us, maybe this year more than ever. Um, so we do, we praise you for all that you're, you're working uh, through us, uh, through outreaches from the church, uh, how you're working in us, and here in our groups, in our lives. Uh, so we thank you for the growth that we've had, that we've seen the unity that we have as a church. We praise you for that, God. Uh, so we're here for you. May this be a glorious morning for you, Lord. Amen. Hosanna, 
Jesus. Hosanna, Hosanna, come have your way among us. We welcome you here, Lord Jesus. is rising eyes are turning to you we turn to you hope is stirring hearts are yearning for you When we see you, we find strength to face the day. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. Washed away. Hosanna. Hosanna. You are the God. Hosanna, Hosanna, 
How was that? Again, that's what I get to do every day, and it is the absolute best. Um, so, if you don't know me, my name is Amy. Everyone calls me Miss Amy, and I am the Kids and Student Director here at First Christian Church. And I am so excited to be here on Palm Sunday, getting ready for our big Holy Week. And it's going to be a wonderful time. I have some announcements first this morning. Some wonderful and exciting things that we have coming up. First, we have Joy Club meeting this Wednesday, April 5th at 12 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. And I am so excited to see everyone there. And then we have some special Holy Week events. We have been really praying over and getting ready for Holy Week. It's my favorite time is Holy Week. When I was a little girl, I grew up very strict uh, German-Irish Catholic, and I loved Holy Week. And I remember, I know this will be such a surprise, me being extra, but when I was like eight, I found out that the adult choir got to sing every day of Holy Week. The kids' choir only got to sing on Palm Sunday. So I begged and begged until I could go be in the adults' choir. By age nine, I was. <laughs> And I loved it, but we lived right next to the church, so that's why that worked, because I could walk to rehearsals. But I loved it. It's my favorite week of the whole year. And I love how N.T. Wright says, the week of Easter, every Christian in the world should look out of their mind excited. So that such a change should come upon us, 
that all over the world just wants to know, what is that about? And I am so excited to have my first Easter here and Holy Week here with all of you. So I hope you join us on Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. as we have a special Monday Thursday service. We have a Good Friday service from 7 to 8 p.m. And we have, of course, Easter Sunday celebration at 9 a.m. with breakfast to follow. And then I wanted to go ahead and plug on April 30th, we are having a special Senior Sunday with our high school graduates here for our worship service, followed by a pancake breakfast for our summer mission trip. And then one more announcement, um, the annual downtown cleanup day is April 22nd at 9 p.m. for Salem. If you are interested in volunteering, please meet at the McCullough Park uh, next to Trolls Jewelry and bring brooms, dustpans, gloves, leaf blowers, clippers, and rakes, and anything that you need to help serve Salem that day. Um, so we are so excited to continue on with our big day here at Breaking News. And I'm going to start by reading some of the passages that you will be hearing with the kids today as they tell you their story of Holy Week. Matthew 21 says, Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says to you, you should, what, what are you doing? You shall say, the Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. Matthew 21. And then in Matthew 26, it says, Then Jesus went with them to the place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face, and he prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as you, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples, and he found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So you could not even watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray. That she may not go into temptation. <coughs> so the kids are here to challenge us to stay awake. Good evening, and welcome to Jerusalem Eyewitness News. I'm Rita Stone. Our top story tonight, Jesus of Nazareth has been arrested by the High Council on charges of blasphemy. The arrest came shortly 
before midnight in the Garden of Gethsemane, where soldiers from the temple found Jesus with his closest friends. A temple spokesman says they believe Jesus might have been plotting with those friends in the garden, but a source close to Jesus says they were only praying. Jesus is standing trial at the high priest at this hour, and we'll have more as the story develops. Now here's a check of the weather with our buddy, Minnie Storm. Minnie? Hey, Rita. I got a pretty nice forecast coming this weekend. But before I get to that, did you say Jesus of Nazareth was arrested? That's right. For what? We're still waiting to confirm that. But it seems the high council is charging him to pretend is of pretending to be God. Pretending? That's crazy. I he doesn't have to pretend. He is God. I've seen the miracles myself. You mean you're a believer? Well, sure. Who wouldn't be? Well, there's a large crowd of people turning against him. Well, that doesn't sound right to me. He's healed the sick, the blind, and the crippled. And shoot, he's even raised the dead. Why in the world would anyone want to arrest Jesus? Unless... Unless what, Minnie? No, it's too crazy for me, even me. What is? What if getting arrested is the plan? What if Jesus wants to be put on trial? Why would he do that? He's the son of God, Rita. And if he lets those men arrest him, I know he has a reason. Minnie, can we get a forecast, please? Oh, the forecast? Sure. It's going to be a nice and stunning weekend, all the way till Sunday. But if you ask me, something big is coming. It's not on the radar, but I have a feeling we're in for an earth-shaking event this weekend. Back to you, Rita. Oh, Grandma, how can you stand this every night? Stand what? The news. It's all bad stuff. Somebody's going to war. Somebody's going to jail. There's a tornado here. There's a hurricane there. And bad people everywhere. Wouldn't you rather watch SpongeBob? Emma, I know the news isn't always happy, but every time I watch the news, I'm thankful. For what? The commercial breaks? No, Emma. When I see the bad things happening in the world, I remember what Jesus did for us, and I am thankful. Jesus didn't have to come to earth. He chose to come. He knew it was the only way to save us from our sins. Jesus came and did his Father's work so that he could be our Savior. Hey there, friends. Is your ride getting old? Has your donkey lost a step or two in the last year? Tired of the same old bumpy ride on the old camel? Then come on down to Tony Malone's used camel lot. At Tony Malone's, nobody walks away unless, of course, it's a new donkey. Unless, of course, it's a new donkey, horse, or camel that you buy right here. We've got the finest in new and gently you beat the burden. And because we finance on the lot, we can pass the savings on to you. Why embarrass yourself riding that old nag when you can ride in the town on a brand new steed. Buy here, pay here. You know where we are down on the... 
We interrupt this program for an urgent news bulletin. Sources are telling Jerusalem Eyewitness News that Jesus of Nazareth is dead. Jesus was convicted early this morning. Hey, what are you doing? I'm reading the news. You in you're interrupting my airtime. I paid for this commercial. I'm sorry, Tony, but this is urgent news. So some guy is dead. Big deal. Not just some guy, Tony. It's Jesus. Jesus, the miracle guy? You know him? Sure. I loaned him a gently used donkey dress last Sunday when he got into town. You're saying he's dead? That's what I'm trying to tell the people. How? He was crucified. They nailed Jesus to a cross? They killed him? Yes. Wow, I can't believe he let them do that to him. I don't think he had a choice. They arrested him. I know that, but they couldn't do anything to him if he didn't let them. Why not? Because he's God's son. You mean you're a believer too? You bet I am, or I was, anyway. Well, Tony, if Jesus was the son of God, why do you think he let them put him to death? Rita, Jesus says he had to, he had come to save the world. I can't just believe that plan could be over. Whatever plan he had, it's over. He's dead, Tony. So was his friend Lazarus, but when Jesus went to the tomb, Lazarus came out alive. Are you serious? Rita, I've never been more serious about anything. I saw Lazarus lay to rest. I saw him come back to life. If Jesus can raise a man from the dead, maybe he's got a plan to raise himself. Uh, Grandma, they did it again. Did what again? They interrupted my show for the breaking news. Shh, Emma, don't get all upset. This is urgent news. More important than the time that SpongeBob and his friends put together a marching band? Um, I don't think so. Yes, I do think so. They wouldn't interrupt a football game on Sunday, would they? Now that would make Grandma upset, too. See? But not as unthinkable as what Jesus did. Who would have thought that the Son of God would allow himself to be put to death? I can't even fathom how much love it took for Jesus to lay down his life for me. Good morning. This is Jerusalem Eyewitness News. Our top story this morning, is Jesus alive? Wait, am I reading this right? Jesus alive? He can't be alive. They crucified him, right? You don't just come back to life from that. We do? Seriously? Okay, well, um, there are some people saying that, yes, Jesus is alive and that he is no longer in the grave. Sounds pretty silly to me, but I'm told we have somebody at the tomb with a live report. We now take you live on the scene. This is Minnie Storm with Iowa Missing News, and I'm standing here. Minnie, what are you doing down there? Get back to the studio and get ready to do the weather. I'm sorry, Rita. When I heard the news, I had to come down and see it for myself. He's not there, Rita. He's risen. That's ridiculous, Minnie. The dead don't just come back to life. They do when Jesus has risen them to life, and they do if they're the Son of God. Oh, here we go again. It's true. I have someone who's seen the whole thing. This is Jesus' friend, my pal, Mary Magdalene. Mary, tell us what you saw. I came out here this morning with his mother. Jesus' mother? Yes, and a friend. We expected to find the tomb sealed up, and we were hoping the soldiers would open it for us so we could care for him. When we got here, the soldiers were gone, and the stone was rolled away. And where was Jesus? He wasn't there, Minnie. Instead, we saw an angel, and the angel said, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He's not dead. He's risen. 
Come on, Minnie. You expect us to believe that story? If he's alive, where is he? I don't know where he is right now, but he was here just a half an hour ago. He was? I told the disciples, and they came down to have a look. After we left, a man came up and asked why I was crying. I told him, someone stole my Lord's body, and I don't know where he is. Then he said, Mary. Then I knew it was him. It was Jesus, Minnie. I saw him. He's alive. He's alive, Rita. He's alive. Well, if this is true, this is big news indeed. We will keep you posted as the story develops. I don't suppose you can give us a forecast while you're there, Minnie? It's all sunshine here, Rita. Jesus is alive. Grandma, Grandma, did you see outside? What's going on? There's a news van out there. Isn't that cool? Why, Emma, I didn't think you liked the news. I don't. The news is icky. But it's on our street. Isn't that cool? It is exciting. Do they always do that? If the story's big enough, they send people to cover all sorts of news events, good and bad. That must be exciting. It's always exciting to see news happening, especially good news. You know what would be really exciting? If there was a news team on Easter Sunday. You're right. How amazing would it be to go live on the scene the morning Jesus rose from the grave? They could interview the soldiers, and they'd be like, we were just guarding, we were just minding our own business, guarding stuff. And then there was this angel, and we were like, yikes. And then they could talk to Mary and the disciples. And then, Grandma, they might have seen Jesus too. Now that would have been exciting. Jesus rose from the grave on Sunday. He conquered sin, and he conquered death. Because he lives, we can know Jesus as our Savior, and we can live forever with him. Good evening. This is Jerusalem Eyewitness News. Tonight's top story is Jesus, again. I know it sounds crazy, but this is one new story that just won't go away. First he was dead, then he's alive, and now his followers have a message for the whole world. Our cameras are on the scene where a gathering of believers just witnessed Jesus going back to heaven. Let's hear what people are saying from our man on the street. Hey, Rita, look, I'm out on the remote again. Minnie, what are you doing? I'm doing my last broadcast, everybody. I've taken a new job. Well, it isn't really a job. It's a calling. I'm going out to tell the whole world that Jesus is alive. You're quitting? Hey, this is big news, Rita. Bigger than any storm or weather event in the last, well, ever. Minnie, we all know that you love Jesus, but what about the people on the street? What are they saying? I'm glad you asked, Rita, because I have one right here. Hey, Rita, how's it going? Tony Malone? The useful guy? That's right, partner. I'm a believer, too, and we're headed out to tell the whole world that Jesus loves them. But what about the Camelot? What about your commercials? What about our ad money? Sorry, Rita, this is way more important than camels. Jesus is alive, and the whole world needs to know. Isn't this exciting, Rita? No. Why not? First we lose our weather guy, now we lose our sponsor. We're losing everything here at Jerusalem Eyewitness News. Listen, sister, if you lose us, you lose nothing. But if you lose out on Jesus, you've lost everything. Whoa. We love you, Rita, and we want you to meet Jesus, too. It's too late. He's gone.
No, he's not, partner. He's in our hearts, and he wants to be in yours. In my heart? Stay there, Rita. We're headed your way. And then we're headed out to tell the whole world about Jesus. I'll be here, reading the rest of the news. But in light of what you've just told me, all this other stuff seems pretty unimportant. Folks, Jesus is alive, and he wants you to live in our hearts. I don't have all the details right now, but I promise as soon as I know, you'll know. Best news ever. I know you hate that news. I'm so sorry, Rita. I know, Emma. That's why it's up to us to go out and share the news with the whole world. So real quick, um, I would like you to say your last paragraph again. Can you say that while you guys stand here? Nice and we'll grab your mic. And you can read right there from your book. But can you say nice and loud, because I think we all need to make sure we hear it, your last paragraph. Go ahead. Well, Emma, Easter means everything. Easter is the celebration of the death and resurrection of Jesus. At Easter, we remember that God sent his son to die for us on the cross. Three days later, he rose from the grave, and anyone who believes in Jesus can live forever with him. Now that deserves a standing ovation. <laughs> Take another bow. Thank you. Okay, so the kids are going to tell you real quick. I'm going to pass out the mic, and they're going to tell you the character that they played and why they wanted to be in breaking news, all right? Or what are you excited about about Easter? So tell them your real name, the character you played, and why you were excited about the player Easter, and then you can pass it on. Tell them your real name. I'm Brogan Cutler, and I play Tony Malone in... Why I'm excited about Easter, because we get to have church. I'm Emerson Cutler, and I played Mini Storm. And what I'm excited about Easter for is you get to be with your family. Hi, I'm Samantha Yokley, and I play Emma Johnson. And what I'm excited for Easter for is that we just get to spend time with family, and that we get to spend time with God, and that... Um, 
we get to eat Easter dinner and eat. And I'm Layla Joyce, and I play Rita Stone. I really wanted to be in this play because I wanted to share all the news with the church. Hi, I'm Megan Lulai, and I played Grandma, and I was excited to for Easter because we get to celebrate um, the rise of Jesus. Don't move yet. Okay, can the kids, the other kids who sang, can you come up here real quick with me? Awesome. Okay, these kids worked really hard since February putting all of this together. And if you would join me, I'd like to pray over these kids before we finish our service. So let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the hearts that are right here in front of us. I thank you for the creations that are so precious to you that are right here in front of us. Thank you for saying to us and challenging us in your word that we need to come to you like the hearts right here, like the hearts of children. I pray a blessing over them. May they know that these words aren't just a skit or a play, that these words aren't just songs that they sing, but these words are truth, that you love them, that you created them, that you have chosen them. And I pray that they carry these promises and this truth with them forever. I pray that we can walk out of here today as youthful and as excited about Easter and about your truth and about telling the world just as they are today. May you continue to grow them here and may we promise to align with you and pour everything that we can into these kids. We praise you and we love you in Jesus' name, amen. All right, take one last bow. All right, you can go sit down. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to my voice earlier, so I apologize. Apparently the Lord was like, time to be done. Or it was an attack, I'm not sure which. Um, but I am so excited that I get to do this, like I said, and that in a few weeks we get to come up here and do it with the high schoolers too. I would also like to thank Owen Joyce for helping me so much put on uh, the skit and practice with the kids. And I would really like to thank the Humphrey girls, which they love when I make so much attention and fuss over them. Um, I would love to thank them for being Mary and Mary. And um, the kids got so excited that they were willing to do this with them. It means the world to them that the big girls come and pour into them. And I would also like to publicly say thank you to Emily and Kelly that they come to all of the uh, Flames youth groups and spend time studying and reading the word and praying with our Flames students. So I'm so grateful for that. So please continue to pray for them. Please continue to pray for our youth kids, especially this week. I want them to see a posture about us this week. I want all of our kids and all of our students to see a different perspective and posture from us so that they don't ever think that they're passing us up. But instead, we are the youthful ones that are so excited about Holy Week. We are so excited about Jesus that they want to try to catch up with us. And so I pray that they see that unity and that joy and that love here with us. So um, if you want, um, I'm going to get ready to do communion.
So I was thinking about how a few weeks ago when Kevin did communion, and um, he was sharing about how music is so important to him because it is for me as well. Um, and then it really took me to Psalm 118. Psalm 118 says, starting in 22, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine on us. With boughs in our hand, join in the festal procession up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. And like I said, Kevin was saying how music really speaks to him. And is this song in the Psalms not the most beautiful and so pure? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. I am so grateful and thankful and humble, church, that you allow me to be here to serve alongside of you and with you. I am so grateful to serve alongside the daughters, princesses of heaven, which you all could have worn your crowns today. That would have been wonderful with the kids. And the princes of heaven. And I don't take that lightly. I am so grateful for that. I am so grateful that we get to praise God together. And I just am really hopeful that as we continue to move forward, our unity grows, our devotion grows, and our perspective grows together. And I thank you for that. And I thank you. And I praise God that we get to do that together here today as we start Holy Week. So let me pray before we take communion. Heavenly Father, when I say I praise you, it is not just words. I am so glad that you're not done with me yet. And I'm so glad that you're not done with us yet. I don't know exactly what all it means that we are your plan A. But I take very seriously the challenge that the kids gave us today. Especially Grandma Megan when she said... It is the best news in the world. And when Emerson challenged us that it's time to go tell the whole world about you. It was so urgent to you that first holy week. When you rode in on that donkey. When you cried out in the garden. And when you carried that cross, when you climbed up it, and then you burst out of the tomb, it was urgent to you. 
And we don't carry that same urgency. We praise and we believe, but we need a new urgency. May the cute skit of the kids actually bring us to our knees. When we cry out, they aren't just words. You have an urgent plan A. And it just happens to be us. Where we tell everyone the good news that you are alive. And that you are coming back. Thank you for your promise in Romans 8.18. That suffering is not worth comparing to the glory. We admit that we all have suffering, but it's not at all worth comparing to the glory. So help us have urgency. Help us stay awake. Help us to be your plan A. Help us to be joyous. Help us to be united. I pray that our pews can keep filling up in all of the churches, but even here in this house, Father. Help us this week to have the right posture and the right perspective. Help us to not be negative at all. There is no room for negativity in your urgency. There is no room for division in your urgency. Help us to love this place, this house that you have trusted us. But help us not to make it an idol. Help us instead to be united and know that your greatest possession is your people. Help us to be urgent in our prayer. Help us to be urgent in our praise. And help us to be urgent with going out and telling the world that you are God. That you have saved us and you are coming back. As we take this communion, help us to reflect again of how serious this week is and help us just as fast as we would run into anywhere else, help us run in here every day we can this week and praise you and serve you and love you. I pray that we become so urgent here in this house that it makes the whole community wonder what's up. We love you. We praise you. In your name we pray. Amen. You 
are peace, you are peace when my fear is crippling. You are true, you are true, even in my wandering. You are joy, you are joy, you're the reason that I sing. You are life, you are life, and you death has lost its sting.
That's your prayer for today. Hope you all have a nice week, and we'll see you next time. Uh, remember, all a lot going on this week. So uh, if you've got social media, we got it posted on there, the church website. Uh, you can call the office. Um, but uh, try and partake. It's going to be a nice week.